There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is, it is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. And it li lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. You are now entering the, the Twilight Zone. Hello, Mr. Morgan. Welcome to the Twilight Zone, a.k.a. our podcast, which should be filled with very fruitful discussion. Uh, let's start off with our ratings of the old and new versions of the show. Mm -hmm. Dana? Okay, I gave the original a 9 out of 10 because there's hardly anything negative that I have to say about this show. The only reason I gave it a 9 instead of a 10 is because there's some episodes that I think are kind of slow and don't hold my attention as much. Not all of them, and it, it's like very few. It's only like one or two, but um, I just... I felt like giving it a 10 out of 10 was, like, too much. But, yeah. And then the new series, I gave it a 2 out of 10 because it's way too predictable. Literally, all three episodes we watched, I guessed the ending before it was even over. Or probably even halfway over. And it doesn't give Twilight Zone vibes. Mostly because it isn't black and white. But the writing also doesn't fit. And it's like any remake, it's not as good as the original. So the only reason I gave it a two was because of the narrator. I thought he was cool. <laughs> I also agree with Dana and pretty much everything. I gave mine a 9.8 because I didn't feel completely great giving it a 10 because there were a few episodes that I was like, this isn't really that great of an episode. But for the most part, I really loved them. And most of the time, the in the original, the plot twists are not, like, foreseeable. Mm -hmm. But then there are a few times where it is, but it's usually, like, still okay. Like, I have the behold. You could kind of guess that that's what was coming, but we'll it was still We'll talk about that funny. later, because I have we'll, words about that. We'll, we'll, bring, <laughs> we'll bring that up <laughs> later. words about it. We all have multiple words about it. But, okay. I do think that if twilight zone like the original was made when color was not a thing and i think that if it was it would have been done really well in the twilight zone with color i don't think they infinite emphasize like color schemes or anything it was just like oh it just so happens to be in color and it didn't really add anything which they could have done and yeah like dana said the plot twists quote air quotes were not very twisty in the new one i will say the kid doctor that was a twist i didn't see coming yeah. but as a whole it was not just wasn't that good. So I gave the new one. I gave it four because Rachel was like, I'm being generous and I'm going to give it a four. And I was like, yeah, I agree with that. But I also agree with Dana that it's not really worthy of. So maybe like a three. <laughs> <laughs> I, gave it a, I gave it a four out of ten, like Rebecca said, because a lot of remakes are really bad. I feel mm -hmm. like it's hard to remake something when there's such a different, like, first of all there's such different like filming techniques like film has changed so greatly and also like how can you expand on these ideas when like there's so many episodes of the twilight zone like they're all, i don't know but i give the original nine out of ten as rebecca and dana said it's an episodic basis where like each episode may have its flaws but as a show there's no flaws that i personally see the issue with the new um, version of it for me is that it doesn't have a like a separation from us as Rod Sterling's daughter put it she said that aliens can tell us things that Republicans and Democrats can't but if I can point out to the exact person that you were talking about in your episode aka the wonder kid um I I don't like that I don't want to feel like 
I know exactly what you're talking about with this because it feels too scary. It's too realistic. I need that separation to be able to like take those like criticisms of our of our sociopolitical climate and like actually think about them. With there's no separation, it's just scary and just upsetting because then you're just being reminded and not like told in a certain way that like the issues, but in a roundabout way. Does that make sense? Yeah. And one of the things that like I really like about the old show is like you can interpret it. Like there's, you know, usually like a main interpretation, but there's a lot of like interpretations that could just as easily be this or that. Mm-hmm. And with the new one, it's like this is it. It's yeah. kind of hard to The clean. Wonder Kid, yeah. this is what I said, the Wonder Kid is twenty sixteen America. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like the old Twilight Zone is in the Twilight Zone. The new yeah. Twilight Zone is not in the Twilight Zone. Uh, is it my turn okay um so um as you already know my numbers are way different than them um and honestly these numbers aren't even necessarily accurate because i was just like feeling these numbers i guess i don't know i can't explain it but basically i scored the old one eight and the new one seven okay i scored the new one higher um why he passed okay. that yeah, thing. We need to know. Okay, so there are differences between the two. Um, the old oh, one really? did not. Yeah, well, okay. Let me. Uh, okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, so the old one didn't have as much technology, but it u- used what it had in such creative and unique ways that made it special. Whereas the new one had all of these advanced technologies but used it in the exact same way as more modern shows and movies did so like it yeah i don't know um yeah let's see and then like the old one was based off of like fantasy eerie mystery like kind of obscure broad whereas the new one was more specific and like so what makes those things better or worse though literally per- personal preference i just like, like it well, what, so i like what the makes old you like the new one more than like the new one so much as compared to us um what makes it stand out honestly i like how it's more specific and how it's like like i i i personally like it being specific and pointed towards a certain thing because it's like oh i understand that i get that it makes it's like a certain view on it where it's like not up to interpretation. I don't know. But the interpretation is the beauty of That's the That's why the old one is scored higher than the new one. <laughs> by one but not point. by enough. Yeah. You agree? A little bit. I mean, I was, I, I, I thought about dropping the numbers a little bit, but I would still rank it higher than you guys would. Okay, Maya, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, I, I mostly agree with the majority here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The old one is superior. I mean, it's a classic. You can't... But in so many more ways, and, like, this mm-hmm. is what I was saying, like, I was going to get into this later, but the reason why some of the plot lines are so predictable is because they were stolen and used mm-hmm. in a lot of media later. Like, the yeah. reason why those twists are, like, Oh, I saw that coming. Yeah. It's simply because people stole from the Twilight Zone. Like, mm-hmm. And that Except shows for the toy is, episode. That shows his <laughs> dominance. Okay, there's a reason why nobody wants to Okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. We just <laughs> it's fine. I had to say my piece. 
Um, but it's like something about like in the remakes, any remake, it's like especially if something as notorious as like the Twilight Zone, you can't touch it in terms of like how like quality. So I ranked the original obviously nine out of ten, and generously giving the new one a three out of ten. <laughs> It averages out. I feel like there's a reason it's called the Twilight Zone and not a Twilight Zone. Like, I'm just going to leave that out there as we transition onto another topic. Yeah, okay, let's go. So, we have very contentious feelings about (laughs) I Have a Beholder because it's my favorite episode. It's Dan and I's. It's a favorite episode that I saw. I've only seen the ones that we've watched in class, but I adore that episode. There's such a deeper rooted meaning and Dana and I see it in different ways mm-hmm. um I see it in the way that more so less interpretation within it but interpretation as taking it from the twilight zone and applying it to every day in a more specific context so I see that like the main character's like beauty is not the beauty standard within mm-hmm. the world that she's living in and so she is outcasted and I see that in the sense that in different societies, there are different like physical features and that are seen as beautiful within that society. But when you go into another society, there's going to be a different beauty standard. And so it really just forces us to think about that. This is what I said in my thing. Uh, this reminds us of the importance of factoring this idea in when we go to define our own beauty, along with ridding our biases when it comes to the view of others physicality we can't look at someone who has a different like look than us and hate them like we mm-hmm. should not mm-hmm. and i feel like that's you can take that one episode of i the beholder and just talk about beauty standards and cultural mm-hmm. beauty standards so much deeper and just like talk about defining ourselves and i don't know i love that idea of that episode and taking it into that context it's just really beautiful of a idea to me and also that episode the tension guys the mm-hmm. tension some That's... people may disagree i disagree <laughs> um but just the even i just think back to when it was like the taking off of the bandages mm-hmm. like one by one and we're seeing slower and slower we are put into her shoes and it's just like not only does that add us to be like sympathetic towards her but it also, like, the long scenes of, like, taking off the bandages, that makes us build up to it. And, like, we are left craving the answer of what she looks like. And I just, mm-hmm. we want it so bad. And we're all talking about it and asking what does she look like. And, like, we had to wait a day in between. And, like, I just, oh, God, yeah. it was great. I mean, this was my third time watching the episode. And as they were taking the bandages off, I was at the edge of my seat. Like, I knew what was coming. It was just the whole suspense, I think, of waiting for, like, Becca and Rachel and Bo Camp, like they hadn't seen it, and like me waiting for their response, like what are they gonna think? You know, because I knew it was coming. So probably if I had been watching it by myself again, that wouldn't have been the case. But maybe I don't know. Um, but definitely like wanting, anticipating their responses, and like Rachel did say, we did um, interpret the episode differently, but it's still like both of our favorites and. In the past, like, when I'd watch it, I did kind of interpret it the way Rachel did. Um, I feel like our interpretations do come together when it comes to, like, the different cultures and, like, different Mm -hmm. looks to people aspect of it. But I think this time when I watched it, I was 
keeping in mind more of the time period that the episode takes place in. And um, I never really realized how the episode comments on racism and segregation. Like, there's so many um, comments that, you know, if you don't consider the time period that the main character makes that, like, connects to racism, you know, like, talking about how she was pushed out and not allowed in certain places because of how she looked. And, you know, that was a reality for some people. Like Rachel said earlier, it feels disconnected the show feels disconnected. But I mean, if we think about at the time, it probably did, it did really resonate with certain people. And, you know, I really admire Rod Sterling for stepping out and standing up to this issue that would have seemed like taboo at the time to stand up to. um, And like stepping out and saying like, this is wrong, you know, and saying how Um, awful it is to segregate people and so I deeply admire him for that and that he didn't just you know give in with the flow of things and um, that he was protesting in his own way I was gonna say I do see like I when I originally watched it I was like Mm -hmm. yeah this is about segregation Mm -hmm. because of like the the whole your people people of your kind thing Mm -hmm. everyone's nodding their heads I know you can't see us but (laughs) um that whole thing like that is such a I, it immediately clicked for me. Like, I immediately knew. Mm-hmm. But I like... It's that, but in a more modern context for us. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're keeping that... You like the interpretation of it in that old context, whereas I'm taking the old, like, interpretation and putting it into the new mm-hmm. society... Our current society. Okay, Logan. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So, I don't... Okay. I do not disagree with them. If I watched it more times and I was like not taking it for its first impression, I probably would think that. However, as a first impression, like for the me watching it for the first time, it was not successful to me because I already knew what was going to happen. It was so blatantly obvious that it took every ounce of suspense out of it. And why did you know what was going to happen? Oh, maybe because it was so great at the time that people were just like, you know, kind of snatched. Well, yeah, I mean, I I get that. I understand that. But it's just like, like, I can, I can see it. Like, I can, I see it. And I like, I, I appreciate it for like building suspense itself. It's just for me, it did not do that. And also, but I did like the, um, like the hiding the faces and mm-hmm. how how well that was done and how creative that it was, was like strange. like using like the lamp. nurse's face to oh, hide yeah. the doctor as it like shifted over and the lamp. Like, yeah. I know like, they oh. did <laughs> they did one part where like the the doctor is moving yeah. and the nurse moves her head so that you can't see his mm-hmm. face yeah. and that one was just that one like was I thought awesome. that was really good and I like that was like probably like the main thing that I appreciated from it but the predictability of it like we all kind of knew it was coming like Rebecca and I said it early on, like, oh, they're hiding their faces, we know it's going to happen. But that doesn't, like, take away from the suspense for me. Like, I still felt, like, eager. Because, like, even at the end of the day, if I think I know it's going to happen, what if it's not? What if it's not what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was just building building and building and building, and I like that. I just want to point out that I said this earlier give myself a little pat on the back and be humble you know that even if you know the outcome you it's still enjoyable to watch yeah even if you know it's gonna happen it's mm-hmm. still a nice little story i mean it was my third time watching it and i was like insanely 
like into it. I was like, yeah, like I know it's gonna happen. Like I'm so excited just to like see it happen again. I don't know. Maya, I know you like this episode. Do you wanna comment on it? Uh I was just gonna comment like how y'all think of like the twists and suspense and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like most good twists people think of is just you never see it coming. Like there's completely out of the blue. But to me, like a good twist isn't it you never saw anything of it coming. There's hints of it. But it's like even if you know it's coming, it's like there's still that suspense of like how okay, I know what's gonna happen. How are they gonna do it? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I a good twist should not be something that you never expect. Because then how I should be able to go back and watch it and see the little pieces that add together mm-hmm. to make that twist. I should not see nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like the little pieces of the camera and stuff, like mm-hmm. even from the beginning, or like to bring in another thing, like the Truman Show, the little piece of like the cameras and the different spots, mm-hmm. like you know what the twist is going to be, you yeah. know, but because of the way that they lead up to mm-hmm. it, but it's still a beautiful little yeah. story. Yeah. And I feel like one of the reasons why we don't like the toy episode as much okay, is because there were, <laughs> there were, yeah. no, see, I was trying to transition. Is Rebecca E in there? Yeah. yeah. Can I get you to run up to the office for a moment? Okay, well, yes. Thank you. What do you need it for? <laughs> it's still recording. <laughs> you can cut it out. Okay, sorry for the interruption. Um, I didn't click stop recording in time. But anyway, Becca has an extra comment about Eye of the Beholder. Okay, so it reminded me of this poem. Also, because the poem's on the brain. But the line is, I'm sorry for, that's not important. The line is, I'm sorry for saying something as simple as you're pretty. Something that you're just simply born with is more important than your character. And that was, like, the theme of the Twilight Zone for that episode. And it just, like, just really hit. Also, not not everyone has seen this episode, but number 11 looks just like you. Does a much better job. I I love that episode of doing it. Yeah, yeah. but we'll tell you about it later. (laughs) Then you can talk about your toy, so... The toy episode. Let's talk about major disappointment. Um, yeah, this episode was beautiful to me. The so how to create a beautiful story that is based on like um, exposition. 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 Being able to have like good exposition that doesn't lose interest is by creating curiosity, and it did this so well. I was so like. What's going on? Have they tried this? Have they tried? Becca and I, before they tried to stand on each other, we were like, have they tried to stand on each other? How tall is it? We were like, how, what are the dimensions of the thing? Also, no way it took all of them. Like, well, from... they were in a trash, like a trash can there, so I couldn't see that. Well, it does, but not at the angle. That they well, they're tried. also, I think it <laughs> looks wrong. They're also yeah. like that big. I think it looks wrong, and so we thought it was smaller than it was. But anyways, yeah. I love this episode. I love all the different characters. I love like how they all blended together and their different personalities and how they were like criticizing. I love the clown. I like the clown. Favorite character. I I like how they were like saying, we've tried it, we've done it, blah, blah, blah. And I think that it was so good. I was so excited. It was going to be my favorite episode until (laughs) we found out what was on the outside. I was like building up for this great ending and I was so thrilled and that's all I could think about. And I was so excited to come into class that day to see what was going to (laughs) happen. They were toys. Okay, <laughs> that is so boring. Okay. What's the message? What the did you think? Of, was... The importance of the Twilight Zone episodes to me is the message. That is what defines if it's a good or bad episode to me. Is what are they saying about 
uh, what are they saying about the world? What are they saying? What is it saying? What is it saying? We are all toys and we're, we're stuck in simulation. <laughs> so, so, like, even what we're saying about it is like, why? Why do we have to talk about that in that way? Yeah. Even if we were talking about our perceived reality, I don't care because that is a bad way to okay. do it. <laughs> I really want to know. Oh, never mind. Maya, go ahead. To be fair, some Twilight Zones do not seem to have a message. It is just a simple, this is a weird kind of story. But that I is it. <laughs> Even if it was a weird story, I'm still let down because it's not a good ending. It's not a good twist. They were like, uh, it's, you're never going to think about it. Yeah, because it was stupid. <laughs> I didn't like it. Except she's thinking about um, it. So what, I, I really want to know what. But I would never like be able to guess what it was. Um, did you? I really. What it was is dumb. I really want to know, like, what did you want it to be? I, I honestly, twist. I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. I think just not that. <laughs> like, did you have any theories of no, like? No, I had nothing. I knew nothing. I was mm-hmm. like. Are they going to be on an iceberg in the middle of the ocean? Like, what's up? What's going on? Are they going to be in a lab (laughs) being tested on? Like, what's going on? But see, that's what I thought when I first watched it. Honestly, I think that would be the ending that I want. I thought it was going to be like a psychology experiment or something like that. That's what I thought, too. I think that would be nice. Kind of is. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that would be a better ending than what they did. We talk about, and then you can bring up the idea of like, um, ethical concerns within experiments mm-hmm. like that'd be a better yeah. that'd be a better thing to talk about than i don't know i'm so disappointed i feel like the only movie i could think of that took inspiration from this episode would be toy story <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. and even that's mm-hmm. not no. even close. <laughs> no, no i mean like saying oh toys the are coming to life of, and then the personification of like uh, different things is very mm-hmm. common yeah. disney personifies everything that's right that's also Disney oh. is under. I Disney know. Owns Pixar. Like, yeah. Pixar is a separate branch. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, kind of. Did you like the the five characters? It's characters, not people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a nod towards like. I think that is cool in the sense that we can start bring up the question of humanity into it. Of like, what makes a human? You sighed like you were not very interested. <laughs> yeah, because we've already talked about this in English. Mm-hmm. You know, now yeah. that I, I thought about it, it's not that... I mean, it was not the ending that we wanted, but I don't I, hate it as much as you do. I think the beginning is beautiful and it falls flat, and that mm-hmm. is a disappointment to me. I wanted more, and I didn't get the more, and I will never get the more, and that is what's disappointing. Because it, <laughs> It's disappointing because I think it would have been my favorite episode. I truly think it would have been my favorite episode, but no. <laughs> my favorite episode is not in it. the ones we've watched in class. Which one is it? Nothing in the Dark. I love that episode. <laughs> I also think I've seen one. Does anybody have anything to say on the toy episode? The toy episode? No. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I also like the... Um, the one where she thought she was dead. What is that one? Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker. I like that. I didn't because I don't get why you like it. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why you like it. So I don't like it well, that much. I like it simply because I didn't like the episode before it. I didn't like oh, the, the monsters <laughs> <of the laughs> <Marvel laughs> and so I didn't like that one. 
and therefore you liked the other one? <laughs> no, because yeah. I liked the tension. I liked the... You just like tension. Rod Sterling is very good at tension. He, he is. understands. So he gets Sterling. it. And so once you see that somebody <laughs> gets a, something, it's hard not to see it in all the work they do. So why do you hate tension? I don't hate tension, but I don't really love that episode. Okay, I feel like I we're veering okay. off. I think it's more modern. Than <laughs> I think the rest it's more of modern. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here watching the clock and, like, it's 2.07. Like, we need to start wrapping this up. It's <laughs> not 2.07. It's 2.57. Oh, my bad. I can't read things, apparently. So, does anyone have any concluding comments? <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. Me too. We didn't even talk yeah. about the new... But because it's not what you're talking about, I feel like it's a different show. We kind of did a little bit. Exactly, I agree with both. It's not the same thing. It's just like it's its own show that just happens to have Twilight Zone under it. It's not the same as the original. I think it is bad because of what it advertised itself as. Yep, I can see that. Yes, if it wasn't like you said, if it wasn't Twilight Zone, I think it would have been acceptable. Yeah. If I had yeah. gone into it not expecting the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. I think I would have been pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But then I had my expectations high. So I was like, wow, this is going to be so great. Every make with then, color. But no. Absolutely. I don't know if they think color is better. Okay. The, I think we're just gonna <laughs> the podcast is over. We got like, we got like less than 10 minutes and we still got to put this okay. in together. Any so. closing remarks? Anybody else? Um, these conversations and conflicts are only things that you'll find in the, the Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone.